Hello and welcome to episode 18, coming to you on a Friday of all days. Good times, bad times to start off, and it's it's Friday for us, but you won't know the difference, as you, the listener, won't know the difference, because we're still going to put it out on Sunday, but if some huge news happens tomorrow, that's why it's not on. Yeah. Or Sunday, even. Yeah. Well, we have to announce it because, you know, that's the professional thing to do. Whenever there's uh, something big happens, you know, on one of the late night shows, they uh, often... Release Say the air before they. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, no, like, abs- no. That's what we have to do. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm it's saying. It's our responsibility as influencers and uh, <laughs> public voices. Yes, to let them know what exactly what's going on. There's no no deception here. Yeah. No sleight of hand here. In that strain, I should also let you know I'm uh, sending in this episode as part of an audition. So audition to who? The thing that I had to take the full body shot for in the backyard. He clothed. was clothed. Clothed full body shot. Yeah, that was actually specified. In the audition call, it said, <laughs> full body shot, in brackets, clothed. <laughs> I would put it in caps. <laughs> so yeah, so I have to be uh, extra witty and edgy and uh, uh, entertaining. So I'm taking off my jacket as I'm saying this, getting ready. I think edgy is jacket on. You think edgy is t- but okay, but it's like a cardigan with like some blue and it has, it's like buttons. It's, it's, it's throwback. It's, I know I can, I'm looking at it. It's like, I know what they're not looking at. It's Listeners slightly, can't see. it's slightly Mr. Rogers-esque, yeah. but it's, it's a throwback. What really, you know what, you know what does make it edgy is one of the, the buttons. sharp buttons. Yeah. One of the buttons is the, two thirds of it are broken the, off. The potential of cutting yourself every time you put it on the yeah. danger. It's danger Rogers. Of getting dressed. Danger Rogers. Danger is his middle name. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Anyway, good times, bad times. Where were we? Yeah, I think that's where we were. Go ahead. (laughs) I mean, this is really, I guess this depends on your point of view. I would consider this major good times. Amazon, the company, not the rainforest, is being investigated by the Canada Competition Bureau, which is apparently a thing, uh, to see... The CCB. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, to see if they're, quote, impacting competition to the detriment of consumers and companies that do business in Canada. This is, uh, that's according to a CBC article and a statement by the Bureau. They're checking, it's a competition watchdog, and they said in a release on Friday that while its probe is ongoing and stressed that there is no conclusion of wrongdoing at this time, The Bureau is looking into whether or not the site may be engaging in anti-competitive practices, including any past or existing Amazon policies that may impact third-party sellers' willingness to offer their product for sale at a lower price on other retail channels, such as their own websites or other online marketplaces. The ability of third-party sellers to succeed on Amazon's marketplace without using its fulfillment by Amazon service or advertising on Amazon.ca. Any efforts or strategies by Amazon that may influence consumers to purchase products it offers for sale over those offers by competing sellers. I think they're probably doing all those things. It definitely is a detriment to the companies. Yeah, I I think it absolutely has to be. I don't know if it's a detriment to the consumers. It is pretty handy for a consumer, especially, you know, you have to say, especially in pandemic times. Absolutely. it It is not only handy, I think it's almost critical to public health 
that people can get these things with limited exposure. But you could argue it's a detriment to consumers if they are causing an inflation of price of something that might but otherwise be cheaper, or if they're typically misleading. they're cheaper than everybody else. Yeah, but if it could be even cheaper than that, and Amazon is inflating the price in some way, or if they're misleading the consumer into thinking it's cheaper, then you could argue that's detri- detriment to consumers. Yeah, the only, I think uh, the detriment to consumers will become when all the other options close. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But right now, I don't, I don't think you can say it's a detriment to consumers, but it's definitely a detriment to the other companies. Well, I guess the CCB will find out. Yeah, well, they're uh, vicious. Yeah, yeah. Do they have any teeth? I mean, if they find them guilty on all counts, does that mean anything? I don't know. That's a good question. It's a watchdog. Um, so no, then. So yeah, I would imagine no. Like the ethics watchdog has found Trudeau guilty of three different things, and. Not a lot has come out of that. So I, I would highly doubt that they have teeth, but I only saw this article uh, not too long ago, so I didn't get a chance to look into that in depth. I don't know if I mentioned that was all from a CBC article. I don't want to rip anybody off. Yeah, That was from a CBC article, credit where credit is due. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I would consider that a good time. I suppose somebody might consider that a bad time, but I don't know who. I mean, I guess... Uh, Amazon. Amazon, yeah. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Oh, Jeff doesn't care. No, he probably doesn't. Well, it might it might affect him, you know, if he loses a few million bucks or two. That's That will not affect him. This man's almost a trillionaire. It's, it's, That's like if you lost a 20. Yeah, but it's, you know, he, he it's his walking around money. I read something today that said that if it was the year that the ancient Egyptians were building the pyramids, and I don't know what year that is off the top of my head, and you had zero dollars, as I imagine most people had back then, I don't think anybody had many dollars, and you put in, you decide to start saving $10,000 every day without spending a cent, and you're immortal, and you did that up until this year, you would have, I think it said, one-fifth of the amount of money as the top five richest people in the world. That's without interest. You don't gain interest. You'd be one of the top five. You'd be the six. No, 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 no. No. Oh, yeah, I guess, if you average it out. Maybe I'm misremembering that, but it was something like that. Uh, I'm assuming that's without interest. Yeah, I would imagine. Anyway, the point is... And poorly invested. Yeah. I think it just goes into a savings account. Your ancient Egyptian saving account. (laughs) I think they got a free toaster with that. (laughs) You got good news? Yeah, um... That's the shock in your voice. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's actually a a, a big hunk of the the puzzle this time. I I just got I don't know. I was just tired of the whole Trump thing, so there isn't much there. But but it's a good news. I think it's good news that Canada has decided to close the border until September twenty first. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, keep COVID where it uh, belongs. Uh, well, not, <laughs> not where it belongs, but let's keep it out of here. Yeah, not here. Yes. You guys, are, America seems perfectly content to have it, so they can have it. I also read the first drug shown to put potentially delay the progression of Alzheimer's could be approved next year. And that's good because I'm getting older. <laughs> that's good because I can already uh, barely remember things um, unless I'm. I don't think it helps them. your memory. No, I know, but what I what I you remember is, lines. Yeah, I know, and I'm good at when I like memorize it, but like I can't remember conversations I had last week. But what I I know it doesn't help your memory. But what I'm assuming is that as I get older, this will become more of a problem, and that it's red flags that it's already happening. 
So, you know, if this is a step, maybe by the time I'm older, I don't have to worry about it. Could be. Something, mom, mom sent me something, just keeping on Alzheimer's, that hearing loss is a Alzheimer's contributor. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, that was an easy joke. That was low-hanging fruit. <laughs> I, I don't know if this is good news, but it wasn't bad news. Our solar system's protective bubble may not be comet-shaped after all, which is what everybody assumed. I'm sorry, our what? Uh, the protective bubble around our solar system as we fly through space. We have one of those? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, our solar system is moving? Yes. As a whole? Yes. I thought it was very stationary. No. I know all the planets are moving. I didn't realize the solar system... Absolutely. Wow. The whole universe is expanding, right? Yeah, I know the universe is expanding. Well, you, you can't expand by that... sitting still. I guess, yeah, everything would be pulled further away from yeah, the center as it expands. you are expanding. Our solar system is f- going quite quickly. I guess... It's I, not even moving slow. It's moving fast. I guess what I imagined... So, like a comet. You know how you see a comet with a tail? Yeah. When it, so, that's what they sort of thought our solar system looked like on a on a more grander scale. Yeah. Is grander a word? Yeah. More grand scale, I think, sounds right, though. No, I think that sounds stupid. I think grander's the word. Okay. Either way, it's irrelevant. Uh, science traditionally felt that the helosphere, uh, the huge bubble of charged particles that the sun blows around itself, had rounded leading edge uh, where the solar system barrels through space with a long tail streaming out behind it. But the helosphere true shape is weirder and more complex. A recent study suggests it's something akin to a deflated croissant. Ah, weirder being the scientific term. Yeah. So maybe we haven't found aliens because we're passing them too quickly? Could be, yeah. But they I don't think we're passing them. I think everybody is relatively going in the, in same, the same spot and going in the same direction. See, maybe... See, when I was thinking... On, on a grand scale, within the yeah. solar system, there's things going different directions. Yeah. But on I, the bigger scale, everything's moving in the same direction. I guess I just thought that, you know, I didn't realize... By expanding, I guess... I more so thought growing than stretching. Do you know what I mean with the difference? No. Um, like if I drew a circle and then I just drew a slightly bigger circle around that, there was just more of it, not that the same amount was being stretched out. Right. But it's not. It's the same amount being stretched out. Yes. Okay. I'm not a scientist. I'm an actor. Yeah. I feel like, is this common knowledge? There's no, matter can't be created or destroyed is pretty common knowledge. So there's no more. I thought it was energy can't be created or destroyed. I think it's mat. I think it's matter. I think it's energy. I think it's not much difference between those. That's fair, but I'm pretty sure you can destroy matter. No, you can't. I get you can transform it, but it doesn't. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Oh, so geez. nothing's getting bigger. It's the same volume growing. Yeah. Okay. That's expansion. Anyway, I I'm just so, thought deflated croissant is, is a funny way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, but you're right. I don't know if that's good news. I think we should create a new indifferent uh, good news? news, good news, bad news sub segment called news. News, yes. Good times, bad times, times. Yes, there you go. It's not a song though. <laughs> now this one, I meant to follow up on a second, second sort of source because part of me doesn't believe it. But what I read was. The National Park Service Facebook page 
posted the following. This is a quote from the National Park Service Facebook page. As a follow-up to a previous post, if you come upon a stationary bear, move away slowly and sideways. This allows you to keep an eye on the bear and avoid tripping. Moving sideways is also non-threatening to bears. Do not run, but if the bear follows, stop and hold your ground. Like dogs, they will chase fleeing animals. Do not climb a tree. Both grizzlies and black bears can climb trees. Do not push down a slower friend, even if you think the friendship has run its course. Stay calm and remember that most bears do not want to attack you. They usually just want to be left alone. Don't we all? Identify yourself by making noise so the bear knows you are human and not a prey animal. Help the bear recognize you as human. We recommend using your voice. Waving and showing off your opposable thumb means nothing to the bear. The bear may come closer or stand on its hind legs to get a better look or smell. A standing bear is usually curious, not threatening. P.S. We apologize to any friends who were brought on a hike as the bait or were to or were sacrificed to save the group, you will be missed. I feel like that could be real. The National Park Service being a little cheeky. Is this the U.S. or Canada? U.S. U.S.? U.S. Okay. Sorry, I dropped something. (laughs) No, I can see that. Maybe they're having a little bit of fun. It's hilarious. Yeah. Very, very funny. Yeah, I can see them doing that sometimes. I hope it's true. I think it's very funny. Sometimes they... Was that a tweet? Because sometimes they do tweets like that. Facebook facebook post oh yeah you said that yeah i did okay yeah i should pay more attention that's so funny though it's like uh do not (laughs) do not push a slower friend (laughs) you don't need to push the slower friend they're slower you just need to outrun them yeah they're slower don't worry about it exactly that's that they're wrong yeah they are wrong you only need to outrun your slowest friend i think stopping to put in the effort to push your slower friend would be more risky than just outrunning them yeah you're you're right yeah Never have the shortest legs when you go hiking. <laughs> that's a good that's a, Well, although there are short people that run very quickly. I think you want to do like a 200 meter dash before you go for a hike. No, because then you're exhausted and you have to run from the bear. Yeah, maybe the day before you go for a hike. All right. Just so you know where you stand. <laughs> with all your friends. And then if you get in last. This has nothing to do with the hike, but let's have a race. <laughs> exactly. Or, or do it the day of, make sure you come in last to preserve your stamina, and then nobody's thinking they just need to outrun, they need, to, nobody's seeing you as a threat, they're like, oh, if I outrun this guy, I'm fine. Right, and, and then they're all pa- tired. Yeah, and then you pass them, and you're fine. Yeah. Finally, I just saw this article today, you know, we, we've bashed on police officers a few times, so when they do something heroic, I like to mention it as well, a uh, police officer in California pulled a man from a wheelchair that was stuck on the railroad tracks second be- seconds before the train came past and it's all on the body camera now that body camera footage gets released right away yeah <laughs> the, of course the other stuff seems to take a little bit longer but that one comes right away so you can see on the cam she comes up to the up to the railroad tracks uh hops out of her car runs to the guy he's on one of those uh it's not a wheel. It's not a wheelchair that you power yourself. It's one of those power wheelchair things. Mm-hmm. And he's stuck in the in the rut of the of the track. Track. And she first tries to push him off, and it doesn't work. Then she grabs him and heaves him. And just as she heaves him out, the train goes by and crushes the wheelchair. 
And it, just, it says here it hits his leg as well. It hit his leg. He had uh, he had to go to the hospital. He was treated for uh, an injury. Yeah, but crazy and alive. Yeah. So the hats off to the uh, the woman uh, Eric uh, Urea of the Lordy Police Department. Lodi. 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 Yeah. Is that Canada Lodi? Lodi. Lodi. California. Oh yes. It's yes, Lodi. Yes. Uh, yeah. I know that because of the CCR song. The what? CCR song. What is CCR? Credence Killear Water Revival. You've heard of them. No. Oh, Proud Mary? Oh, with Tina Turner. Well, they covered the CCR song. Tina Turner covered it? Yeah. Tina and Ike Turner. It's a CCR song. Oh, I only know it by Tina Turner. Um, Fortunate Son? No. I think you'd know it if you heard it. Oh, they have so many songs. I can't even think of any right now, but rest assured when this segment's over, I will play them and you can, with the next segment, you can say, ah, yes, I knew those songs. Okay. Actually, oh, Bad Times. You know, maybe we should do Bad Times, then Good Times to end the segment on like a higher note than like, here's a bunch of good news, now let us bring you down from that with all the bad stuff. Yeah, but the song's called Good Times, Bad Times. You have to go in order of the song. All right. I read today India is now the fourth in the world for COVID deaths. And I, I would be surprised if that that might be low, is what I'm saying. I'd, I've spent a lot of time there, and there are a lot of people that don't have... I'm, well, there's a lot of people that, let's just say that I don't think they'll go see a doctor or go to the hospital if they get sick. They'll just stay at home. Are there people... I've never been to India. Are there people who won't have access to go to a doctor probably in the big probably yeah i mean it would just be too hard to get there it costs money it's it's, india doesn't have free health care no oh it uh it's not expensive by canadian standards but you know i guess it, it could be depending on what you do there yeah I, I, I think I, there's probably health insurance. I haven't never looked into it too much. Mm-hmm. I've never actually lived there. But yeah, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if that number was actually low. I, I wouldn't shock me if they were higher than fourth. But uh, I, don't, I don't know. Hopefully they can get it under control. It's it's going to be a big challenge for them. Oh, yeah. I doubt they'll stay at fourth. Uh, moving on, even in, in, even in official cases, you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving on, uh, ex-McDonald's CEO, Steve Easterbrook. Ah, yes. Steve Easterbrook. He is being... I've never heard that name before. Yeah. Well, he's a little less popular than Ronald. <laughs> um, Doesn't have quite the same ring to it as or, Ronald McDonald. Or, or Mayor McCheese. Yeah. He doesn't have the same popularity. <laughs> it seems... Uh, well, he is now being sued... By McDonald's. Why, you ask? Why? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, it seems he had had a little fling with one of his employees. That's never good. Yeah, so the board heard about it, and they, they were going to let him go. And part of the agreement was that there was no other hanky-panky going on, just that one. So because of that, the board let him keep his $42 million in stock options and a half a year's pay, which is $670,000. As it is for most people. Which is pretty good for half a year's pay. I mean, that's that's nothing to, to shake a stick at, I gotta say. Yeah. So now it's come out that there were at least three other incidences, uh, including giving one of the women 
hundreds of thousands in restricted share units. In restricted share, share units. Uh, shares. Uh, just non-voting shares in the company. Oh, okay. But hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of shares. Yeah. That's not good. So so they uh, so McDonald's is taking him to court and it's it seems I mean I'm not a lawyer, but it seems like uh, like it's a pretty good case. Yeah, I think uh, I think McDonald's will probably win. It it looks like it. McDonald's tends to win in court. Yeah, just not in the kitchen. No. <sighs> McDonald's is bad. Puss in Boots has tested positive for COVID. It's made its way to the cats. Yes, uh, it's sad. Feline COVID. I hope. I hope. Uh, so all all the best to uh, Antonio Banderas. Hopefully he pulls through because he needs to be there for Shrek five six. What are we at now? Five five. Yeah, I mean uh, he seems like a cool guy. I don't know anything about him uh, personally, really, but he seems like a nice enough guy. I hope he does well. I just like the part where the cops are arresting him and put arresting puss in boots and they find that we got catnip that's uh not mine <laughs> it's no mine yeah that's good that's a good one that's a good scene shrek 2 is a great movie great 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 movie uh more bad news more bad news this is uh, this I, is just your column i got my column too uh in the u.s between july 16th and 30th a total of ninety-seven thousand and seventy-eight children tested positive for the coronavirus, marking a 40% increase in child cases. Ugh. And this this right before right before we head back to school. I know. And half their uh, you know states don't have a good back-to-school plan. Um, there is no have, back. Uh, it's just go back to school. Yeah. That and, is the whole plan. And sec- they have an incompetent secretary of education. Like, this is what... This is arguably the worst administration that could be handling this all over like we go to trump and a lot of it gets laid at the feet of trump and as it should be as you know he's the top guy and you know the buck stops with him as they say but it also doesn't help that he's surrounded by incompetent people as well he he surrounded himself by incompetent people don't don't let him off the hook yeah okay yeah you're right you're right you're absolutely right good good point he has surrounded himself with incompetent people and betsy devos is arguably the most incompetent, and she had the closest well, Senate vote. Yeah, I she. Guess. It was a fifty-fifty. The Mike Pence had to be called in to break the tie. Three, two or three Republicans voted uh, against her. Putting the brain surgeon in charge of housing seems like a bad move too. Well, yeah, but he's the longest-serving cabinet member. Yeah, member. that's just because he doesn't do anything. He just sleeps. Yeah, and nobody notices. <laughs> and then yeah, he's good at laying low. He just. It's his, it's his uh, modus operandi. <laughs> Laying low. Uh, where were we here? The last fully yeah. intact... Go ahead. Uh, the last fully intact ice shelf in the Canadian Arctic has collapsed, losing more than 40% of its area in just two days at the end of July, researchers said on Thursday. So that's not great. It wasn't, didn't we have, like, last, last yeah. show or last the one show before it was, uh, in Italy? Yes, it was in Italy. It was a glacier in Italy. That okay. So who the heck doesn't believe in the climate crisis still? It's all it's all QAnon's fault. Ugh. I don't even know what that means. QAnon. It's like when I say Snapchat. <laughs> God. Or or there was a new one. What's the new one? TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Oh. Might as well be talking like that. Where you don't know what QAnon is? I know it's some sort of big deep state conspiracy theory, but I don't understand it to the level that 
I can be cared to read anything about it. Hillary Clinton is leading a ring of rich pedophiles who are all Democrats or Hollywood people, and they're secretly running the country, and Donald Trump is infiltrating them to try to take it down. Uh, it's very straightforward. Yeah. And logical. Yeah. A brewery in, in Western Canada has apologized after it was learned that one of its brand name beer products used the, now I'm probably going to say this wrong, but Maori? Does that look like Maori to you? I'm not sure. Maori it's... word for pubic hair. Hell's Basement Brewery uh, in Medicine Hat, Alberta, last year started making Huru Huru, a craft ale made with hops. Uh, I didn't write this. Uh, most beers are made with hops. I guess it's an IPA, so there's lots of hops is what they're trying to say. The flour used in the brewing process is from New Zealand, and the brewery picked its name because it thought the word meant feather or fur. Well, and a, who doesn't want a, a furry beer? It's a very specific kind of fur. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. So, anyway, Did, I think uh, they're going to change the name. I would assume they're going to change should, the they name. Should, they should just they should just Ch- run with it and just call it pubic hair. Yeah, they, oh yeah, that's it. They could lean into it. Yeah, that's their other option. That's the really, option. Yeah. is to just like play it up. <laughs> I, that'd be hard to order. <laughs> yes, I'd like uh, uh, pubic hair. Do you have that on tap? <laughs> Extra stiff. <laughs> A new report said 15 adults in Arizona and New Mexico were hospitalized for methanol poisoning after consuming alcohol-based hand sanitizer. The substance is toxic and can poison people. You know, I was, before I heard that your entire, like, blurb on that, I was thinking, with any luck, they're Republicans, because that Arizona, Arizona's a close state, and then I saw that they were drinking an alcohol-based hand sanitizer, I was like, oh, they're Republicans. (laughs) Yeah, it does it does not just for any listeners out there, it does not get rid of the coronavirus inside you. Do not drink chemicals. Just it's a good general rule. I mean actually I think I think like water is a chemical. Well, everything's so, chemicals. So drink I mean... some chemicals. <laughs> Don't drink the bad chemicals. Yes. Finally, at least finally for me, a pastor of a mega church in Los Angeles defended the church's decision to allow thousands in for services on Sunday, defying the California state orders. Grace Community Church held in-person services on Sunday. Pastor John MacArthur told CNN that six to 7,000 people showed up. Yeah, that's not supposed to be more than uh, more than 100. They're a or little 25% over. of the building. A yeah. little over. And, you know, we talked last week about Gavin Newsom a little bit, but I mean, all you can do is make the rules. Yeah, you need people to follow them as well. Yeah, and I don't understand how they get six to seven thousand people going to church. Yeah, that's crazy. And at these mega churches, like, I why is it always? It seems to be those big evangelicizing. Like, what is it with these quote unquote religious people that they feel they can? do this well because it's a it's against their freedom of everything is against their freedom of religion but it's not an attack on religion it's not about freedom of religion it's about health and safety yeah absolutely i feel like it's people abusing the religion for their own gain i think half of these mega pastors don't believe what they're preaching and just it's a get rich quick scheme i'm just trying to i 
I don't think the biggest church downtown Toronto has a congregation of six or seven thousand. Like I'd be, I'd be. I don't know, but I don't think so. I I don't know either, but I would be surprised. I mean, this is really an American thing, and it comes from deifying capitalism and making money as much as God. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you look at people like uh, Falwell, Jerry Falwell, is that his name? Something like that. That, I mean making money preaching and then having multiple affairs and yeah like or well maybe it's just one affair but one affair that he got caught for anyway yeah there's another video i don't know the name of the pastor i think it's the one who blew away coronavirus a few months back oh yeah, uh, yeah there's yeah. a nice john oliver video where there's that he blew it away guys yeah with the the holy wind and a little bit of spit i think he made a video a few years ago explaining why god wanted him to have a sixth private jet and here's the thing. I don't like think he made a video of that. I think it was sixth. It might have been seventh. might have been fifth. But he definitely made a video explaining why God want He needed his... Uh, uh, what do you call people who go to church? Uh, attendees? Congregation? Call, yes. Thank you. He needed his congregation to give him money to get another jet because God wanted him to. I don't understand why somebody needs more than one private jet. Okay. Okay. Maybe it breaks down. Maybe you have two. So you have a backup. Yeah, well, maybe... If you're really, really important. Like, I think the president has two. Air Force One and Air Force Two, because if Air Force One breaks down, he can take Air Force... Or is Air Force Two the helicopter? No, Air Force Two is the vice president. Oh, it is? But yes, but there are two Air Force Ones. There's Air Force One, there's backup Air Force One. Right. Air Force One and a half, like Lion King. Yeah. But no, there is a a, uh, religion in the U.S. that's uh, sort of on Christianity, and I can't remember what it's called, but my friend Zach who is a very religious person, did a whole, uh, it was his Buffon piece. And Buffon is a type of clown where you uh, are really mocking, really, really intensely mocking somebody in an uncomfortable, gross way, um, as opposed to like a, a, a funny way. And he chose to do it on this because there are in the US where the preachers focus a lot on wealth creation and believe that if you are rich and successful, it's because God wants you to be. And being rich and successful is a sign of holiness and um, things like that. And there is a term for it, and I do not remember what the term is. Yeah. Well, anyway, wear a mask when you go to church. Yes. Let's see. My bad times. I have a much shorter column of bad times than you do. Canada Health, Dr. Teresa Tam and her sidekick, whose name I forget, the assistant chief medical officer something like that warn of a fall coronavirus peak the potential for a peak several times worse than what we've seen so far and that they're preparing for a reasonable worst case scenario i i I saw that article i just don't get why they feel that way where's it how's it going to come into the country if everybody's locked down well there are some places that are still growing in canada Uh, yeah alberta Oh. And uh, Quebec, I think. And they think they've seen some recent spikes. I mean, obviously, they have some sort of data if they're saying this. I just, I, I find the term reasonable worst case scenario very interesting. I kind of just want them to prepare for the worst case scenario. Well, worst case scenario is like everybody turns to zombies or something, right? Like it's, I don't think you do, I don't think you do prepare for the worst case scenario because it rarely yeah. happens. 
I don't I, I, know. Reasonable worst case scenario, reasonable worst case scenario, is it just means realistic worst case scenario. Yeah. Which is still pretty bad, I imagine. Oh, uh, yeah, I imagine so. It's not all sunshine and roses. Yeah. Uh, my my understanding, you know, t- just to maybe calm a few nerves, my understanding is that it, they're not like saying, oh, this is going to happen, but they're saying there's the potential for it. It could happen. It's yeah. not 100% unlikely. So, you know, it's not necessarily probable, but it's very plausible. And so they want to get ready for it. I think I'll save my next point, actually. I think it belongs better in TNT. I saw an article a while ago, and uh, I just wanted to add this in because I thought of it last minute. I couldn't refine the article because it was a while ago. But it said something that, like, on Canada's marijuana possession pardon program, which, you know, gets people who are currently in jail for possessing or selling uh, or maybe it's just possessing marijuana out because what they did is no longer considered a crime, only pardoned something like 257 people so far this year. And my understanding is that this program that's been in place for about two years now doesn't pardon any more than a few hundred every year and i think that's absurd maybe how many there's only 365 days in a year a lot of them are weekends why can't we pardon every single person who is in jail for marijuana possession today Why, why why isn't it just easy if you were are in jail because of marijuana possession you're pardoned well you need go away Get out. If it, I guess it depends. How many people are in jail just for simple possession, not possession with intent? I don't don't know the numbers, but I would imagine thousands. I don't. I don't My know. understanding is thousands. Really? Maybe not tens of thousands, for, but thousands. For like a little bit of a little bit of pot, they go to jail. Yes. They couldn't have been their first offense. Or or have. I think you're underestimating racial injustice in that uh, equation. But uh, even then, but we we also have to consider is people who maybe serve time or were charged didn't go to jail, still have a criminal record. Yeah, I think for it. I think you just you just I, 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 before you let thousands of people back on the street, I think you got to make sure that that's what it is. And it probably just is reviewing a document, but it takes time. It's not moving fast. There has to be a way, a fast way to do it. Because right, right now, there are innocent people sitting in jail, and that's not okay. Well, they, they, they're in jail because what it was guilty. They were, they were guilty. Okay, but of a crime that's not a crime anymore. And it's just if they, marijuana. If they get, well, yeah. I mean, there's an argument you made that they shouldn't be going to jail for simple possession crimes regardless, ever. But that's not the way the law worked here. So if you're in jail for something, like, if they all of a sudden say whatever uh white collar crimes you don't go to jail for you just want to let everybody out like th- that day like you call it crimes uh, just, half the time but you just have to uh, you just have to be a little bit you can't just let tons of people back out you gotta you gotta make sure that you're doing the right thing you gotta read the files make sure that it, they they qualify for whatever the simple thing would have been don't have the pot and then you wouldn't have been in jail in the first place when it was a crime yeah but uh I mean, I think that's neither here nor there. Like, what's done is done. Maybe you made a mistake. Maybe you regret it. Maybe you were young and foolish. Maybe none of those things are true. But the point is, there are people in jail right now who are not in jail for anymore. You want to talk about, you know, it's illegal at the time. Well, it's not illegal now. And so there's no point. Yeah, and that's why they're going jail. through and they're letting them out. But there has to be a faster way. Like, it's easy it to say. sounds like they're doing one or two a day. That's, you know, <sighs> it's not the only thing. On Unless they have a, 
uh, somebody that they're hiring just to release. I mean, maybe that's maybe that's what you need to do. I think I, that's what you need to do because there has to be a way to make this go faster because it's easy to sit on the outside and say, well, one or two a day, that's fine. They're doing what they can. There are people sitting in jail right now who deserve to be free, who have a right And they will get out be before their sentence is over. Yes, but that's an easy thing to say when you're not sitting in jail. Jail's you not a fun place. You know why I'm not place. sitting in jail? Yeah, because you didn't have... You know what? But also, you're white. You probably wouldn't be in jail anyway, even if you did, and we're caught. Uh, and, uh, you know, same goes for me. I wouldn't be in jail either if I had been caught. But I don't know. I just think it's it's easy to sit on the outside and say, well, they're doing as fast as they can when, you know, you might be suffering on the inside. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're... We're not talking about maximum security prisons. We're talking... I think it's... If you're in there for possession... You're in one of those minimum security places. It's still jail, absolutely, but it's not hard time. Yeah. Maybe they will. You know what? People who are close to the end of the sentence, maybe they won't get out before the sentence finishes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just, I don't, well, I don't know enough about it. If they're, if they're, they should be working on it as efficiently as possible. I agree with that. But I don't think you can just let everybody out without reviewing each case individually. But I think... I think you can if the only reason they're in jail is for possession. But you need to read the case and make sure that's the only reason they're in jail. Well, yeah. Yeah, so that takes time. you got to read through the case to see if there's any... What, like, why are you even in jail? Like, what happened exactly? I know. There should be a... I feel like there should be a computer system where you can, like, look at all the prisoners and then divide them into categories, like a search. You know, you can put in prisoners and then check Google, off boxes Google prisoner? on the side. Yeah, and there's like, you know, like, I want to filter through, no, I don't need news, no, not, you know, murder, just just marijuana possession, check that box, and then it brings up all the prisoners that are just in for marijuana possession. I'm sure that's the only ones they're going through. I don't think they're going through every prisoner to see who's in for marijuana possession. So if they're only going through the ones that are in for marijuana possession, then they're just in there for marijuana possession, they should be let out. Mm, no, well, they're going through the ones that look like they're only in there for marijuana possession. Uh, but if it, they, okay. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, this is going to be a long episode to send it for an audition. Uh, are you done? Yes. All right. There's a kind of hush all over the world. Tonight, all over the world. You can hear the sounds. Of all over the world. Uh, you know, I've just, two things. One, first of all, we've we covered some CCR songs and he knows. One or two. One or two. Yeah. So... That's not bad parenting by me. <laughs> Secondly, I was thinking, I, I don't know why I put the India one in. It should be in all over the world, but it wasn't. So It's bad news. Yeah, but I feel like, I feel like I'm trying to make good times, bad times, North America, then all over the world, stuff from everywhere else. Otherwise, you can have anything anywhere. I suppose. I think it's fine in good times, bad times. Yeah, anyway, moving on. Iran shut down a newspaper on Monday after it published remarks by an expert who said official figures on coronavirus cases and deaths in the country only account for about 5% of the real toll. So they published that article and now the newspaper doesn't exist anymore. Yes, although um, I think they're still trying to put it out, but it's it's uh, doesn't have any like government support, which in Iran I, I think is pretty important. Uh I mean that's I mean the, the that's the trademark of totalitarian regimes is controlling the media, um, so that doesn't surprise me. I hope they can still get it out. 
because you know free press and and the free press pushing to expose the truth and tell the people the truth is how you take down part of big part of how you take down totalitarian regimes so but that's scary five percent of the real toll oh yeah oh yeah that's that's not good i know Uh, i know in every country it's only a percentage but you'd hope but, it's most. But I think it's I think it's normally more than five. I think it's closer to like thirty or forty. Percentage of the real? Yeah. Well, I was hoping that Canada might be like ninety. I think Canada was higher than some of the others, but uh I don't think it was ninety. I saw some figures. I don't remember them though. Oh jeez. A pair of spectacles belonging to uh Mahatma Gandhi, who was well, we all know who Gandhi was, are going on sale this month after being left in a local, local being Britain, auctioneer's letterbox. <laughs> the uh, the spectacles will go on sale August 21st with an estimated price of 10 to 15,000 pounds or, or uh, about 30,000 Canadian dollars or, uh, what is that, about 20 bucks US? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. But auctioneer Andrew Stowe said he expected them to sell for much more than that. Somebody asked him if he could be completely sure if the glasses belonged to Mr. Gandhi, and his answer was, should I do it with a British accent? No, I shouldn't. No. It's never totally possible to absolutely prove where something came from. So somebody's going to spend upwards of 30,000 Canadian dollars, 30,000 Canadian dollars plus for... Aspects that somebody that may have been Gandhi's or may have been just somebody's grandma's. Well, you just put them on, and if you get any sudden urges to beat your wife or lay down naked with children, uh, they might be probably Gandhi's. Gandhi makes me mad. I don't like Gandhi. He had some early rough years, but he after he got he got the sickness, and then he started more in uh, in the. Uh, Nonviolent protest, yeah, non later years. Protest, not a nonviolent marriage, and that was still during the time where he stripped naked and laid down with a bunch of other naked children to prove that he would not have sex with children, which is a problematic way to prove that. That's like if Roy Moore in the Alabama Senate election, because he was accused of being a child molester, was like, "Don't worry, I'll prove that I'm not." Hey, nearest kid, strip down and lay down naked beside me. See. I'm not a creep. (laughs) I mean, he was important. I mean, listen, all historical figures are complicated, but what really miffs me is when historical figures are deified and nobody talks about the bad stuff. Yeah. And and Gandhi's, I think, a big point for that. I I get just as mad at uh, Mother Teresa, who, when she won her Nobel Peace Prize, said abortion was the biggest threat to world peace. It's probably not the biggest threat. I wouldn't say it's a threat at all. What year was that? I don't know, 2000 and whenever the hell Mother Teresa got her Nobel Peace Prize. It was 2000 and something? I don't know, maybe. Uh, I feel like it was before that. I would think maybe early 2000s. Really? I don't know. Huh, I don't know. Abortion wasn't legal. Anyway, um, should I read it with a British accent? What? The no... Sure. Oh, God, no. No, it's never totally possible to absolutely prove where something came from. (laughs) I just... I just... Just getting off the just back to the glasses for a second i just can't believe why would you spend that much money on something that may or may not be real because you tell everybody it's real if it doesn't have a certificate of authenticity 
which could probably easily be forged. But still, I, I just it, it blows my mind. Listen, I wouldn't do it, but there are lots of idiots out there. A survey in Britain said only 53% would be certain or very likely to get vaccinated against COVID-19. One in six say they would definitely not get a vaccine, or it would be very unlikely. They polled just over 2,200 people between the ages of 16 and 75. Young people were twice as likely not to want a vaccine, with 22% of 16 to 34-year-olds saying they wouldn't have it. 11% of 55 to 75-year-olds said they wouldn't get it. Come on, 16 to 34-year-olds. We're supposed to be smarter than the 55 to 75-year-olds when it comes to public health. Jeez. Of, of not Floridians. <laughs> of those that said of those who said they would not get one, thirty four percent believe the government is trying to control the population by getting them to wear masks, and thirty six percent think too much fuss is being made of the pandemic. Come on. This is that's my age group and we're and they supposed want a spot to be, of tea. My age group, we're supposed to be the one who's to be smarter and more publicly aware about these things and it's supposed to be the 55 to 75 year olds who are stupidly individualistic and believe that the government's trying to control their brains the, the thing is with the way the covid works the 55 to 75 year olds are a lot more likely to die from it oh yeah well so the young people don't want the vaccine because they think hey, even if i get it i'll probably be fine so how many and the old people are like shoot me up how many children have it in the U.S. again? Remind me. How many, What was that story we were talking about earlier? Uh, yeah, a lot. Yeah. 70-something so, thousand. Smarten up young people. We need to be better than this. I expect this from old people, but geez. Sorry, I, I lost my case there. Oh, so this pandemic that we're making too much of a fuss over has now topped 20 million cases worldwide, and the death toll is over 730,000. So how... What fuss is too big a fuss for 730,000? This fuss. It's too big? Yes. <laughs> this this what what sort of level of death do you need to get this fuss? A million, 2 million? It's 30%. Oh Jesus. Oh no. This next one. And New Zealand announced oh. it was shutting down Auckland after 13 cases of COVID-19 were discovered in the city. Uh, first evidence of domestic transmission after being coronavirus free for 102 days so if they're free for 102 days are their borders closed uh i'm gonna say no yeah i guess they couldn't be otherwise how the heck did it get in well i i bet you this is one of those things where you're uh they probably were never coronavirus free oh yeah somebody just got sick enough to go to the doctor and then they did contract tracing Contact. I always say contract tracing. <laughs> that is when you put a hit out on someone. <laughs> That's not what's happening here. Contact tracing, and uh, and now they found thirteen. Would would be would be my guess on how it played out. Because I, th- I do believe their borders are closed. Yeah, that would make more sense. Over to uh, you. Over to me. I guess got two quick things. The historic deal between Israel and the United Arab Emirates, where. The United Arab Emirates will become one of the very few Islamic nations to recognize the state of Israel officially, and in exchange, Israel will stop its annexation of the West Bank, which is good. I'd say that's mostly good, because, you know, um, the whole Middle Eastern conflict around Israel is so, so complex 
and it's very, very difficult to understand, and Jared Kushner definitely doesn't. I barely do. Uh, he didn't broker this deal? I, he's certainly taken a lot of credit, but I highly doubt it. He might have been in the room, in a corner. Getting coffee. Yeah. But from what I can tell, this deal sounds like a good thing, because it stops the annexation of the West Bank. I mean, that's the biggest thing for me, because, you know, it's slightly less Israeli oppression against the people of Palestine. I mean, it's such a... It's it's such a hot, complicated mess over there. I just don't understand why, like, so so Israel has done this for a long time. Like they've been, how long is the, how long has this been going on? Since I think it was after World War Two. Yeah, right. So all it took was the UAE to say, okay, we recognize you, and then they're like, oh, that's all, that's all, that's all we wanted. Well, I mean, it's it's, I mean, they're going to stop the annexation of the West Bank. They're not going to stop all their anti-Palestine policies. And I think the West Bank is a fairly recent development. And the UAE is a big player in terms of money. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's got, a lot, so, it's got some money. But I just, it doesn't add up to me somehow. I, I just, well, I hope, I hope it works. international I hope it, pressure. I hope it works. I hope it works. It feels like, it feels like it, it, it just doesn't seem like a deal that, like this deal has never been offered since World War II. <laughs> Well, they uh, they haven't had the West Bank that long, is my understanding. Oh, I, th- I don't know. I thought you just said it started in World War Two. Oh no, that's when Israel started. Oh no, so I meant, I meant the how long has the annexation been going? Oh, on? I don't know. I only started hearing about it last year. Uh, Probably been longer. I think Palestine's but... been around for a long. long... Oh, the the whole. Israel-Palestine conflict has been around for a very, very, very long time, but specifically the annexation of the West Bank. Recent. Hmm. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, either they don't really care about. It just doesn't feel like that much of a of a get for Israel for what they're giving or what they perceive that they're giving. Uh, I d- I don't pretend to understand the issues over there. I've been, but I don't. There's definitely a lot going on. Dan, email us. Yeah. Hey, he listens. Yeah. Maybe he can. Maybe he can uh, offer some insight on this deal and explain it to us because yeah. uh, it seems weird to me. Yeah, Dan, shoot us an email. Dad, say the email. And some history. Dad's right podcast at gmail.com. There you go. Write that or down. you can put it in the comments underneath the... We've never had a comment. That's you sad. can go to dadsright.fireside.fm. Yes. Probably. And, uh, <laughs> and leave a comment under one of the uh, podcasts. They're all there. Mm-hmm. Anybody who leaves a comment will be the first person to comment on any of the. Well, not uh, anybody. The, the first, first person. person. Yeah. Well, I, do you think there's honestly going to be more than one? <laughs> no. No. Yeah. So, yeah, any one of those ways, Dan, or anybody else who's who's up on the issues there that's listening, uh, let us know. Educate us. We're always willing to learn and would like to because it's it's a complex topic for sure. Absolutely. Now, this next thing, I put it in this category because I don't think it really fits anywhere else. But the big news coming out of the U.S. this week is that Dylan was right. And Kamala Harris will be Joe Biden's running mate, which I called in April 2019. And I want everybody to believe me. The person I called it to doesn't talk to me anymore. So I have no backing on this. But it's very true. April 2019? Yes, when the primaries were starting. And I said, 
If Joe Biden wins. I called it in January of 2017. No, you didn't. You know who Kamala Harris was back then. She wasn't even a senator until 2016. No, but I knew. Yeah. But I was I was I picking... didn't even know who the who the president was going to be. I just knew who the VP was going to be. <laughs> I was going through I was going through doing this thing and I was going through all the people who were running for the nomination and I was like if they win, who would make the best running mate and who do I think they would pick? And I put Biden Harris. And I was right. Called How much did it. you bet on it? It wouldn't matter. The person who bet isn't talking to me anymore. <laughs> no, no, you have to bet with Vegas. You could have got odds on that. Oh yeah. Well, I'm too poor to gamble. No, but if it's big enough odds, you don't need to gamble very much. That's true. Probably wasn't very big odds, though. I think a lot of people thought she was going to be. But the point is, I called it over a year ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A year, the the early, farther in advance, the better the odds. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, that's I should have put this in good news because I was right. That's good news. That is good news. Also, it would have fit in the Trudeau Trump because it's 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 political. Uh, Although you're not talking about the political aspect, you're just talking no. about being right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it's good news. It's good news for you. It's for everybody. It's it's really no news for anybody no, else. No. It's good it's, news. It's insignificant <laughs> for everybody else. <laughs> The a new a different good news bad news subsegment insignificant news insignificant news. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and now we move on to TNT. And you know, Grandma Shelley and I were talking about this the other day, and uh, we were talking about if if you know Trump loses, we can't do TNT anymore. Yep. Um, and uh, and that just leaves us with you know BT or TB. Yeah, you don't want TB. Tuberculosis. Or breakfast or, television. Yeah, or breakfast television. That's what I was thinking, too. But if Peter McKay wins conservative leadership in a week and is eventually prime minister, which is not unlikely that the conservative leader eventually becomes prime minister, uh, it didn't happen for Andrew Scheer, but, you know, it could happen for another one. So if we end up sometime in the next four years with Biden and McKay... BM? Yeah, and we could start the segment, and now it's time for your weekly BM. That works. Yeah, or our weekly BM. I need Something to stand like every once in a while because I, I, I'm trying to get my active circle thing done on my watch. That's oh, okay. why I'm standing up occasionally. Okay. Just so you know. So you go ahead and do your Trudeau, and I'm just going to stand for a second. All right. So, Justin Trudeau. This is not actually directly a story about Trudeau, but it certainly affects Trudeau. Yves-Francois Blanchette, Quebec's local hottie and uh, leader of the Bloc Québécois, has called for the resignation of Justin Trudeau, his chief of staff, Katie Telford, and finance minister, Bill Morneau. And he says if they don't resign, then he will try to topple the government with a vote of no confidence in October. Good luck. Yeah, I, it's not going to happen. It's interesting because the bloc was actually the first party to support the government in the first vote of confidence on the throne speech. And the bloc got them through. But the liberals only need either the Conservatives, the Bloc, or the NDP to vote with them to stay in power. The Conservatives, that's never going to happen, that's fine, but they can work with the Bloc or the NDP. So, Yves-Francois Blanchette goes to the Conservatives and he says, hey, want to topple the government? They're going to be like, hell yes, after our leadership election's done. But it'll be October, so it will be, so they'll be like, hell yes. But he also needs the NDP. And the NDP is broke as, as, uh, want to hear me the squeaker thing? Yeah, me. I was, I, I was... I was going to say broke as... So they're not, they don't want an election right now. They're not in election mode. And I don't think 
Well, I do think there's an amount you could pay them to vote to uh, topple the government, but I think that would be in the several hundreds of thousands of dollars to to buy that vote. Or, so, or it costs millions to run an election. Yeah, but it doesn't cost millions to run your party's campaign. <sighs> oh, oh, there's the dogs. Had, wouldn't be a podcast without a weekly appearance from Leia. Yeah, so... It'll be interesting if there's, you know, there's never actually been a concerted effort to topple the government. Oh, it's Chewie, actually. It's not it Leia. Yeah. That's Chewie saying hi. Chewie, it was just a squeaker. Don't worry. Uh, there's never actually been a concerted effort to topple the government. There's been, you know, just not voting with them. But no party has yet to actively try to gather support to topple the government. But it won't work. And, and, I, and they're not going to resign. And I don't see... There's nothing in it for the NDP. Even if, even if they were flush... There is nothing in it for the NDP. When the liberals are in power, the NDP has a certain amount of power. When the NDP is in, and the liberals are a minority, you mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so and they not, call, and they're not looking at picking up seats. And they so they call an election. Either the liberals will be a majority, and NDP has no power, or conservatives will be a minority, and the NDP has no power, or nothing changes, or nothing. Like there's there's no reason for the NDP. They don't have, yeah, they're not looking at getting more seats. It's not like there's a huge groundswell for the NDP right now, other than for Heather McPherson, who's our favorite. Yes, Heather! You know, I I just, it it would be absolutely ridiculous for the NDP to support that. Plus, I still, as as somebody who enjoys a united Canada, on principle, I wouldn't vote for anything that the bloc started. Oh, yeah. No. No, 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 even, no. Even, even if I was conservative. If the blocks call for the vote, then the conservatives should vote to support the liberals? I, vote, I, would, vote to, I would vote for the liberals. If I was yeah. the leader of the conservatives, that's what I would do. Because I, I just don't think they should have a seat. I, I just don't think a separatist party gets a seat in the, federal seat in the legisl- federal legislature. Right? Yeah, yeah, I tend to agree. I almost, if they were purely a Quebec interest party, then I'd be like, oh, maybe. You can get away with that. I mean, that's a, almost what reform was. To some extent, a Western interest. They started party. out as a. They were a Western interest party. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that's more okay. I can understand. But they didn't want to split the country up. Yeah. If you're separatist, then yeah, I agree. You shouldn't have a federal provincial. I mean, I totally disagree. But you have every right. Yeah. But federal, I think you shouldn't. Yeah. Although I don't know how you keep them out. Yeah. No, I don't think there's any. Actually, I think they actually do have a right to form a party. I just don't think they should. Yeah. Anyway, also about the liberals, not directly about Trudeau, but about the Liberals. Uh, I was reading an article from CBC that was talking about how the Liberals, on the in the in the wake of this pandemic, have a chance, might have the political will to influence some big change, like William Lyon Mackenzie King did after World War II, and he sort of turned Canada into a welfare state. And I've heard a lot of chatter about this. This CBC article had an anonymous Liberal saying like an mp saying that they're tossing around some pretty big ideas and i've heard more talk about uh you know after this sir more people saying well maybe we should have a universal basic income project and a lot of things you know i hear more talk around pharmacare and you know maybe there is the political will to make these big reforms i was having a conversation about this just the other day and i have to say i don't think that's what's going to happen i think once this pandemic is over in however long that takes we are going to end up, the biggest thing people are going to be looking at is how in debt we are. And there's going to be two solutions. The people on the left are going to say, we will 
invest in the people. We will create welfare programs. We will make sure that uh, you know people are looked after if they're unemployed. We're going to have all these fun programs. But in order to do that and pay down the debt, we're going to have to tax more. And then there's going to be the people on the right that say, well, actually, we're going to tax you less and we're going to spend less money. Um, but don't worry, it's not going to affect any of your social safety net. It will, but they're going to say it won't. And they're going to say they're going to be able to pay down the debt while taxing people less by just spending less and doing like, you know, some more saving. And that's what people are going to go for. And it's not going to work because it doesn't work. It has never worked. That's what people are going to go for. And we're going to go for austerity. And it's going to cause more suffering when people are starting to have to pay more for health care, for worse quality of health care, when they're out of a job and they have very little help, you know, having all these troubles and no one is supporting them. After that, then maybe there will be the political will in the country for change. Uh, I think there's, it's interesting that, you know, everybody, everybody says uh, on, on a sort of a personal level, how you should be saving for a rainy day, like, like this pandemic, for example. But when you look on a, on a provincial or, or the federal level, there's no saving. There's, there was no savings. They don't have any savings. No. Uh, Everybody owes everybody money. It's it's uh, but I think people need to start look at looking at balancing budgets and putting money aside. I agree. So that when things like this happen, you have the money to take care of the the people. You know, my controversial opinion on this topic is that every country in the world needs to agree to just forgive all the debt. That will never happen. I know it might. Well. I like to think it'll happen someday. I know it won't happen anytime soon, but I don't think we can get out of debt. And I, by we, I don't just mean Canada. I mean most, if not all nations in the world can get out of the massive, massive debt we're in unless that happens. It's just too much. We're too far in the hole. Not every country. There are countries that, like the countries that get aid don't have debt necessarily. A lot of smaller countries developed countries quote unquote first nation countries are all in debt yes first world countries first world sorry yes that's not first nation (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i think countries getting aid like owe money to the imf and oh yeah well there's lots of problems with the imf lots of problems with the imf the imf is essentially a financial terrorist organization for poor countries you know, working against poor countries. But anyway... Like the Bruce Coburn uh, song says, leave them on the hook with insurmountable debt. Yeah, basically. I don't know that song, but yes. They call it democracy. Oh, well. We'll go out tonight with a little bit of call it democracy from Bruce Coburn, just so Dylan can hear it, (laughs) and because he should know it. Apparently. Canadian artist, Bruce Coburn. Okay, I think I've heard... I've definitely heard of Bruce Coburn, but I don't know the song. Anyway... I, I think that that's end up going to be what's happening. That's all I have for Trudeau. Do you want to do your Trudeau or should sure. I my Trump? No, you do your Trudeau. Go, all right. Go for it. We, not we being you and me, we being the charity. Yeah. Capital has, W, capital E. Has returned most of the money it received in the scandal. Uh, it's, it said the group returned 22 of the 30 million handed out by the government when the deal was signed, and it's waiting on the government to accept the remaining $8 million. What? 
Maybe it's like, you know, if if you don't have automatic deposit set up, then like, the e-transfer... The, the password was too hard? They a, e-transferred the last $8 million and it's just like, I don't know this password, is it? No, but no, no. Some, but some, some e-transfers, you have to accept it. If, they, if the government doesn't have its automatic deposit set up, then they have to go in and accept it, and they're busy, so they haven't checked their email Speaking in Speaking about the government being broke, somebody's trying to give you $8 million. <laughs> Take it. Take it. What are they doing? <laughs> Now, that's just what we said. I don't know. The government might have something else to say, but it seemed a little bit dodgy to me. Government, have you checked your spam folder? <laughs> we talked about the governor general, I think, last week. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah, you're right. So I did a little bit of research on that. And, and as you said, uh, appointed by the queen with advice from the prime minister, and so only the queen can fire her. Yeah. And by advice that... That doesn't mean she picks, but takes into account. No, he picks. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just the legal term. Yes. Because, you know, technically the queen is the head yeah. of state. And she technically has powers. But so, she has to essentially do what the prime minister says. So what they're, what they're uh, saying is he, the, the prime minister can have a chat with Payette and ask her to put in her letter of resignation. And that is typically the way, you know, if they outlast their, or if they want them gone before their term is up that's the way uh that's the way they get rid of them is it do they have terms yes five years yeah. i think so Might before be six. The, before the term's up that's the way they get rid of them now if she said i'm not leaving which she might because she seems i mean she was yelling at some yeah. staff so. but there are lots of lots of reports have said she doesn't like the job yeah okay well maybe she wants to leave then then just resign without somebody asking for the letter but anyway the prime minister could then go to the queen and say hey lizzie you gotta let this girl go yeah, in those terms. Yeah. You know, she may not like the job, but I've seen Ridu Hall. That is a nice freaking house. Well, uh, that's uh, so. the CBC reported last week that hundreds of thousands of dollars had been spent on designs and renovations in Rideau Hall, some allegedly at Payette's personal request. Speaking of the government being in debt. Yeah. So that's this is... And and this is, this brings up another point we talked about a couple of weeks ago, where where I said I don't think people like they're willing to pay taxes. People yeah. are willing to pay taxes yeah. as long as they feel they're going to useful programs. I think I said that, and not no, I said it. I think I said it. No, I said it. Okay, we'll go back and listen. <laughs> I I said people don't don't begrudge. That's what I said. Begrudge paying taxes as long as they feel that the money's being used in an appropriate manner and not being wasted. And this is a waste. And this is why people don't like paying taxes. Yeah. Now, I will say there's a difference between maintaining... Oh, you got to maintain. Yeah. And that's a problem right now with 24 Sussex, the Prime Minister's house. Justin Joe isn't living there because it's in such a mess because it needs to be... It needs huge maintenance. Yeah. But that, he that needs wanna, to be done. He doesn't want to pay. But the problem with that is, you know, because... And nobody, uh, he'll get attacked. He will get attacked by the conservatives if he spends hundreds of thousands of dollars to upgrade the house in like a maintenance way. But the problem is that it's only going to get more expensive the more you let it deteriorate. Yeah, absolutely. So, and uh, and also just as years go by, things get, they don't get cheaper. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think that it's ridiculous to just let it sit there. And I fully believe that if Justin Trudeau paid you know got the taxpayer money to uh, to maintain it uh he would get attacked by the conservatives and i wonder if the conservatives when they get the the government again if the prime minister will go live in 24 sussex and if they will maintain it if the liberals will attack them for it i do wonder we'll see 
eventually, presumably, unless there's like some historic collapse of the Conservative Party. But uh, I think that's only in my dreams. <laughs> anyway, on to Trump. Yes? Yeah. Trump is targeting the United States Postal Service amid attacking the idea of mail-in voting. The United States Postal Service has removed many mail stations and mailboxes and things like that away from a lot of, uh, I think it was something like 6 million locations, amid huge budget cuts from the Trump administration and orders from the Trump administration. And if you look at it, it's in a lot of swing states. The uh, the guy that runs the Postal Service is has has millions of dollars worth of shares in like FedEx or Pure Later or something like that. I'm not surprised. Um, I mean, the United States Postal Service has been a target of Republicans and especially Trump for a long time, but especially now with the uh, uh, popularity of the idea of mail-in voting, especially amongst Democrats. Democrats by far have been have shown more willingness and more wanting to uh, engage in mail-in voting. And people are saying, and the United States Postal Service said lots of people, because of this delay, um, because of, you know, the budget cuts and the slowdown and everything, they're estimating that 6 million votes won't be counted. Well, won't they just it won't be, get there on won't time. Won't they just be... No, but as long as they're post-dated by the 3rd, they get counted. That's That's why you have to wait. That's why we won't know the results on... The 3rd. The 3rd. But... No, maybe maybe they then meant like it won't get to people in time, like like people won't get their ballots till after the third. Uh, maybe, maybe that's uh, what they mean. Either way, it's right now in the U.S. A big story is that the United States Postal Service is under yeah, and attack. It's, it started with I saw a bit on this. It started with I think Bush and yeah Bush Senior in '06, and it's been that when was he, in Bush Junior. Was it Bush Junior? Uh, Bush Senior was. Uh, 90s uh so 06 oh, okay. was bush then it was, senior then it was bush junior then yes who who passed a bill that said they had to put 75 years worth of pension aside so they had to put aside money for pensions for people that they hadn't hired yet yeah and and no i mean if that is a common practice in government okay but it's not no like only the post office had to do it, or or very few branches of the government had to do it, and and up the six years prior to that they made money, and then from then on they've just been bleeding money and and trying to. Is this a John Oliver video? Because I think I saw it too. I think I saw it in a couple spots. Yeah. Either way, I mean it's ridiculous. The Republicans have been tearing apart the United States Postal Service for a while, and apparently Obama didn't do anything to fix it. And now it's a real problem because people need to be able to vote by mail. They have that right. And what this article is apparently saying is that some people's vote won't count because it won't get in on time. And that is absurd, especially amid a pandemic, but even not amid a pandemic. And I think I believe it is a targeted attack by Trump in order to try to harm Biden's election yeah, chances. I, oh, absolutely. I think I think the less people that vote, the more chance he has of getting reelected. I, I also saw an interesting take on this. Some of the, the Economist tweeted, the USPS is viewed favorably by 91% of Americans despite billions in losses annually. And somebody replied to that, it's a service. It doesn't lose money. It costs money. No one says the military loses $750 billion a year. Yeah, that was uh, John Oliver did something like that too. And, and I have to say, I think that's right. And what's interesting is that the USPS um, 
it's in the constitution as well yeah it's especially vital to rural and small town communities as uh it it acts my understanding is it acts as more than just a postal service it acts as one of the main government buildings it provides I think it uh, does banking in the US too as well. Yes, that was the big thing. It might be the only bank in your small town. And I find it very interesting that those types of areas tend to be more Republican. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. The uh it's uh it's definitely a an issue going forward and hopefully it's something that Biden and Harris can can fix. It's it is a good point though when I that uh it it's not a a business. Yeah. So it does. It's not. It's not meant to be a. Pro, it shouldn't be. If it makes money, great. But it doesn't have to. Yeah. No. And actually, they could. The, with the pandemic, and so many people ordering things, they could position themselves well if it was properly run. If they didn't have to set aside seventy-five years worth of pensions. Yeah. Well, that's that's done. They had to do it all at once ages ago, but it just took. Like you just never get out of that hole. Yeah. When talking about the pandemic and, and history and other pandemics, Trump this week, and I'm sure we've all heard it, but I just had to say it. He says, the closest thing is in 1917, they say, the great pandemic. It certainly was a terrible thing where they lost anywhere from 50 to 100 million people. Probably ended the Second World War. All the soldiers were sick. There's just so much wrong with that sentence. Yeah, I don't even know if you can begin to to fully tear that apart. How can how can how can somebody who would string that sentence together be the president? Stupid electoral system, I guess. I mean, it, it shouldn't have been that. It shouldn't have come down to that. No, I I, I mean. I'm at a point where I don't know what to say. It's called the 1918 pandemic. <laughs> and he consistently says 1917. I think that's the biggest problem. You're off by a year, fine. If that's the only problem this... And the... then it stopped the Second World War? Yeah. Like, that's th- three decades later. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I truly, I truly don't even know what to say anymore. Because we all know he's an idiot. We know, I just, he just keeps proving it. I just don't know. Yeah, that's a crazy. Crazy. You know, for this audition, I should have used the mic with the puff filter, so I sounded better. Oh, yeah. What is it called? The pop filter? Pop filter. Yeah. And and we I meant to get sound one. better, and then... You actually don't pop that much on that mic, though. It kind of has one built in because of the outside thing. Oh, well. Either way, I feel like it depends on my distance. I just feel like that's a better mic, and for this audition episode, I should have used it. Oh, well, we could have switched. Uh, we can switch to the next segment if you think it's going to make a difference. I don't want to get up. Uh, uh, Thursday, Trump took to his favorite hotspots to uh, levy a series of personal attacks at un- a number of prominent female politicians. He said about Harris, Now you have a sort of a mad woman, I call her, because she was so angry and such ha- hatred with Justice Kavanaugh. There was nobody meaner or more condescending to slow Joe, not even me, and yet she quickly evaporated down to almost zero in the polls. Bad. So that was two things. First one, she 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 was mean to Brett Kavanaugh, to which I would say... It's fine. Thanks? Somebody had to be? Yeah. Like, 
everybody should have been gone at him like that. There's no way that guy should be a Supreme Court judge. No. And every, definitely, well, not, I was going to say every woman, but every person, every person in there should have gone at him. There's, there's absolutely ridiculous. Oh that, yeah, that that it stood out. That and I don't even know if it did stood out. That I didn't. I didn't watch the trial, the confirmation, but. But I, so I, I don't know if she was actually the angriest, but she, I mean, she definitely stood out, but she stood out through a lot of like, she gained national prominence through her grilling of Trump uh, nominees for multiple positions. I wouldn't say not angry at all, but for being a very tough question asker, because, yeah. you know, her background is she's a prosecutor. Yeah. So, and she brings that and she's very good at it. Whatever else you might say about Kamala Harris, and there's plenty of bad to say, and I think there's also plenty of good to say, she is a good prosecutor. She can drill with the questions. She does not lighten up, and she's not going to give you any slack. And I think when you know you're, you want to be the Secretary of Education, the Secretary of Energy, Supreme Court Justice, no one should be giving you any slack. Absolutely. We want to ask the tough questions, and I expect a, you know, a good answer. Yeah. So that's how she gained national prominence. Yeah. No, that was good. It's just, I mean, he just throws yeah. garbage against the wall. And the other thing, he says, there was nobody meaner or more condescending to slow Joe. It's condescending to call people names. Yeah. Also, and we all know Trump is a hypocrite, but I do want to point out how vicious Donald Trump was towards Ted Cruz until Ted Cruz dropped out and endorsed him. Yeah, and vice, and vice versa. Yeah, Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Well, like I said, we all know he's a hypocrite. And nobody cares. He also attacked AOC, saying, AOC was a poor student. I won't say where she went to school. It doesn't matter. Which means he doesn't know. Also, how does he know what kind of student she was? This is not even a smart person, other than she's got a good line of stuff. I mean, she goes out and she yaps. These guys, they're all afraid of her. But AOC is is, uh, somebody else who won't back down, and she replied... Let's make a deal, Mr. President. You release your college transcript, I'll release mine, and we'll see who was the better student. Loser has to fund the post office. Yeah. I mean, first of all, he there's no way he knows how good of a student she was. No, he's just throwing insults like he normally yeah. does. Yeah. Secondly, I have to believe she was a very good student. And uh, 100% <laughs> smart. No, like, then- it's interesting... Just trying to read these quotes, it is hard to read the Trump Trump quotes because they're words that aren't normally strung together. Yeah, it's hardly English. Like it, it, it's actually it's hard to read. I feel like I'm reading it wrong because it doesn't make sense. And then you switch to like the 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 AOC quote, and it just sort of rolls off the tongue because we're back to back to regular and we're back to humans talking, back to English again. Um, one more thing to. Last I have, it's uh, an ad that I saw from the Lincoln Project, who are Republicans against Trump. Mm-hmm. And this ad said, uh, it's your daily reminder daily reminder that it is illegal for a president to attack his political opponent during a government-funded press conference. Is it? I don't know. But I think it could be, because when you're talking about a government-funded press conference, like the coronavirus press conference... I'm pretty sure, like, you have to separate what your campaign yeah, is. especially your, since they have private campaigns in the yeah, U.S. so you have to separate that. So he, I don't think, I think it makes sense that he cannot, he has no reason to attack Biden on election issues at his coronavirus press conference. Yeah. But he does. 
So I, it wouldn't surprise me if it was illegal. I, I don't know if it's true. But I feel like if it was illegal, then wouldn't, you know, maybe Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer be making a bit more of a big deal out of it? Why, do you think that's what's going to bring them down? No, but they could try. Like if there's something they can actually do. I don't know. I mean, if it's illegal, there has to be. I mean, it's it's a much easier thing to prove than like the whole impeachment thing. And if it's illegal, surely you could get him on some sort of punishment. Like we have tons of video, either did or didn't do it. Maybe, maybe. I I don't know. It's it's something that I tried to fig. I tried to Google it and and verify, but uh, it was just a. Not too long ago, and I mm. I just ran out of time. But maybe it's something I'll try to look up for next yeah, week. Yeah, check in next week. All right, happy. Nothing happy for you this week, though? I mean, nothing that's newsworthy. I had a pretty chill week. It was very lazy. Well, that's happy. I suppose. I like getting things done, actually. I wish I'd been more whipped into shape. You got a lot of TV watched. I did get a lot That's of TV an accomplishment. Watched. I've done a few things, like, in regards to moving, organize the internet, organizing tenants insurance. I think I'm, on, I think I'm pretty much on the last leg of doing that. That's like, good. Uh, I think I, I think I know what I have to do. But, yeah, no, I got, I, you know, you go. Well, I, I got this, this, uh, I don't know if it belongs in Happy, but it made me happy. Well, it made me smile. You know, you know the movie Trolls. Yes, based on Hasbro's Troll Dolls. Oh, is that is that the way it went? Yeah, the dolls. The dolls movie. were first. The dolls have been around since like the eighties. Okay, I, I don't know, but okay. So the troll dolls have been pulled off the shelves due to an inappropriately placed button. What? The doll has two buttons. One button on the doll's stomach that makes the doll sing, or say, "How about a hug." The second button is a little bit below that one. Who approved this design? It's it it makes the doll exclaim "we," <laughs> accompanied by a giggles or an "oh." <laughs> Hasbro said this was not intentional, but come on, <laughs> you had somebody, somebody of the many. Many people who reviewed this design and approved this thing had to think, hmm. This, uh, somebody definitely did, and like, I'm going to let this go. <laughs> this, uh, he said, uh, this, this is what Hasbro said. This feature was designed to react when the doll was seated, but we recognize the placement of the sensor may be perceived as inappropriate. <laughs> so you can take your troll doll back if you find it offensive. Uh, but only because of the button, right? Like, if I just find my troll doll to be an offensive thing to have that anybody, like... No, you can't take it back for that. That's like, it, you weren't a big Seinfeld watcher, right? No. There's one episode where he tries to return a shirt, and they said, what's your reason for returning it? And he said, spite. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, that's that's not a valid reason. Oh, okay, then it doesn't fit. Well, you've already said spite. <laughs> Speaking of shirts that don't fit... You have a new crop top. Yeah. Oh, well, it turns out that might have been Madeline's. I guess Madeline and I have the same shirt, except oh. for hers is half the length. So I don't know. I haven't seen my shirt, so I don't know if, if mine shrunk or if or if that's Madeline's. We'll see. 
to be determined. Still looks far too short for Madeline. You're on the edge of your seat with anticipation. It's like a workout top. Okay. Yeah. Well, another thing to check in for next week. Yeah. And now the end is near. All right. Time for parting thoughts to bring about the end of the audition episode. I got two things, which is really big, because I normally don't even have one half the time. Yes, it's infinitely more than you had in Happy. Yeah, it is. So, you know, this is a big day for me. First things first, I paid about $50 for a prescribed nasal spray. Was there cocaine in it? Uh, I hope so. I bring this up because it always... We don't have a free healthcare system in Canada, because... Or at least not a good one. Because it is useless to go to the doctor and be told you have a problem and then not be able to afford to fix that problem. Now, it's a lot better in the U.S. Companies tend to have better insurance plans. Uh, but if you don't have an insurance plan, you have to pay for drugs. And we're the only country in the world without a uh, with, quote-unquote, free health care, free universal health care, without a pharmacare program. And this is just a nasal spray that I don't actually need to survive it's solving a problem with my nasal. Uh, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. The last one didn't. But if that, if an if a if a drug that isn't life saving costs fifty bucks, like the drugs that are life saving are so much more expensive. Oh yeah. I mean you look at something like insulin. Yeah. And and oh what's the inventor's name? He's Canadian. I don't remember. That's embarrassing. But he actually wanted to give it. He he gave the patent away for free. Yeah, because he, he just thought everybody should have it. Yeah, I, everybody should have it. But but now it it costs you a couple thousand dollars a month. Yeah, for insulin. If you don't have a healthcare plan, I don't know how you do it. I mean, there must be there must be a way to get it if you don't have one. I you would think so, but not necessarily. Well, it just don't have people dying of diabetes everywhere. You. Uh, I think they pay for it because they will die if they don't. Maybe. You know, it'd be expensive. A pharmacare program would be expensive for the government, but report after report shows that it would save Canadians as whole, all 31 million of us, billions of dollars a year. That's not, that's not billions each person, but, you know. Well, the other thing is you have to, if you're going to do that, you have to put some sort of control on these pharma companies that that just rip you off. Yeah. Like, almost you know popcorn type markups oh yeah like it's crazy how much they mark this stuff it's up. it's absolutely ridiculous you have to think it's also i think it would be cheaper for the government personally in the long run movie because, theater popcorn you got my reference right yes yes okay. yes i did you didn't laugh it was funny i thought it was just an expression is that not a common expression i just assumed it was an expression i'm not heard of i don't think it's an expression it no. could be it should be yeah turn it into but one. it's not i'm making it an start expression. there you go you listeners start using it but yeah there's a there's a there's a i know it's a rampant problem in the u.s i imagine it's something of a problem in canada where people are choosing to have to choose between drugs or food or rent or stuff like that to you know pay one off and uh no matter what you choose you're having a problem if you're choosing rent then you're going to send yourself to the hospital, clog up hospitals, and cost more taxpayer money. If you're choosing drugs, then you're not paying your rent, and there's going to be, you know, you're increasing the home, you're you're going to end up homeless, and the, we have a homelessness problem in this country that the government tries to deal with through, you know, money. And I think in the long term, it would actually end up saving money 
And my parting thought is we need a pharmacare system. Or at least a break-even proposition. It might not save, but it's not going to cost what it looks like it's going to cost. Yeah, absolutely. There's no reason we shouldn't have one. There's no reason why Canada can't if every other free healthcare country does have one. Yeah, but like I said, it's got to go hand-in-hand with, okay, these people are doing important work, absolutely. Developing these drugs is not cheap, absolutely. That's why you're not allowed to make uh, knockoff drugs for X number of years. I don't know exactly how long it is, but yeah. the company that d- makes it originally only can make only they can make it for the first number of years so they can get mm-hmm. their money back. But they don't need to make billions back. Oh yeah, and most of that just goes to the top. Absolutely. So people doing the hard work don't see most of that. On a lighter note, I watched the first two episodes of the new Star Trek show Lower Depths. Oh, that was new. Lower Decks. Decks, yes, Lower Decks. Sorry, the Lower Depths, uh, I think, is a play. A bad play, if I remember correctly. Anywho, Lower Decks. It's it's a brand new thing that the Star Trek creators are doing. It is like legitimate Star Trek and that it's being made by the you know, the Star Trek people. But it's like a ca- cartoon comedy that's like fourteen plus half hour bits. I thought it was pretty funny. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I was in the room when it was on and I wasn't watching it, but by the end I was. I thought it was uh it was all right. It was it was kind of amusing for yeah. a cartoon. I look forward to it's better it. than that other cartoon you're watching. Um, I like that one, Dragon Prince. It's a good show. And the, and the uh, uh, Dragon Prince is probably better than that other one that you're watching. What other one? Oh, Full Metal Alchemist. That is awful. Oh, I have some diehard fans that are friends. Good thing friends. they don't listen. <laughs> yeah, no, that'll be that. This is the test. I've started watching Full Metal Alchemist. There are people who've been telling me to do this for a very long time. I promise you none of them listen, but if they do, this will be the test because they'll message me, which they won't. I won't get any messages is what I'm saying. I don't know why you don't make your friends listen. I've tried, but I've made my friends do a lot of a lot of stuff for me. Anyway, Lower Decks, good show. Recommend. Two, only two episodes in, so I'm presuming at least for a while it will start to get better before it totally drops off and is terrible, but better than Star Trek Enterprise. Yes, but that's a very low bar. Yeah. You can step over that bar. I do. <laughs> I do wonder if it's canon. I feel like it can't be canonical. Like it can't actually exist within the Star Trek universe. I know you don't know, but I feel like it can't, and it certainly shouldn't. I, I just love the premise how it's like we're we're the people that make second contact. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. It is. It is. Anyway, what are your parting thoughts? Two things. One that one is less important than the other. That the first one I'm just going to say. Uh, You've also been watching Family Guy, which is a show I used to love, and it is truly unfunny. Now, I I, I find it, I don't know if I've gotten older or if it's just gotten less funny because I I'd never laugh anymore. I think it's gotten less funny, but I think more you've gotten older. But I I don't know. I'd like to go back and see the first ones because I think they were funny. Well, only the they only have from season nine on Netflix. So, well, that's useless then. Because <laughs> I, I I remember it being very funny, and I still remember some lines that I find amusing. But I watch it now, and it's very very rare that I see something funny, like the episode where Peter tries to marry Chris. S- Chris, that's not funny. No, it's not a great episode. It's just not funny. There's nothing funny about that. Yeah, I don't understand. Anyway. That was just because we were talking about cartoons. And and also, the voices have changed. And I, I don't know. It's, it's apparently the same actors, but they don't, they're 
they're half-assing it because it's not the same voices. <laughs> At least not the same as what's in my head. Yeah. Maybe I need to go back and watch the first season. They have changed since the first season, but they sound first, similar. Say to first what five have. seasons or so. I'd say first three. I think they've been this about since season four. And the next thing, because this won't air till Sunday, but today is Friday, and today is my brother-in-law's Derek Solowski's 50th birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Uncle Derek. So happy birthday to him. Big five zero, uh, paving the way for uh, for the rest of us get there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Happy birthday to him. All the best. And uh, we're going to go out with... Way before we go out. Yeah. Uh, update that I saw just a moment ago. The U.S. Postal Service is stopping its removal of mailboxes and stuff like that in Western states until after the election. I don't know why the East is getting screwed, or if it was just Western states to begin with, but I think I read some Eastern states. Does that but all uh, states with the majority of the population works cowboy hats? Uh, yes. That's that's is that what determines a Western state? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So it's a fifty. Do you need fifty-one percent, or is it just simple majority? Just like fifty point zero zero fifty plus one. 50 plus one. 50 yeah. plus one person. Yeah. Okay. Now, do you, is it, do, is it, is there a size component? Does it have to be like a big cowboy hat or any cowboy hat? I think any cowboy hat okay. will do. All right. It's good because you have to have a way to define Western and Eastern. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Outside right. of like a compass. <laughs> a line on a map. That's boring. <laughs> All right. Well. Again, thanks for listening. That was episode 18. And join us next week for episode 19. 19. Yeah. It'll be thrilling stuff, I'm sure. Wait, will that be the last one where we're both in the same room I for think a it long will time? Be. Yeah. All right. So, a very special episode 19. Very special. We'll uh, reminisce. There'll be tears. Absolutely. And uh, we'll go out tonight with a bit of Bruce Coburn's call it democracy because Dylan's never heard it. Thanks. Bye-bye.